Hi, welcome to another episode of Poems A Penny Each. This week we're going to look at the poem, Poem Without an End, by Yehuda Amakai. Right, this week we're going to look at a poem by the Israeli poet Yehuda Amachai. Um, I'm going to have the links about his life in the show notes so you can read about him yourself and see just why he was such a phenomenal poet. Um, I'll also have uh, the link for the poem itself so you can read it. We're going to listen to Yehuda read the poem in a moment, but I just want to explain why I want to look at his work and visit him today. And and it, it's simple. Here you have a poet who was writing in, in the language of Hebrew about the experience of life in Israel during those difficult years from the 40s up to the, to the 2000s. Uh, crucial moments in history. He fought in the three major conflicts that saw the borders of Israel change. He, saw, he fought in the um, the... Arab-Israeli War of 1940s. He fought in the Sinai Peninsula conflict and then in the Yom Kippur War. Um, these were monumental occasions that also impacted on him and I think that he wrote that and, and one of the things was that he was able to write about large historical moments but from the point of view of the individual, of the struggle of the, the individual to cope with life in the face of history and to cope with um, the all-pervading presence of religion, and to be a human, despite all these pressures and all these events and all these conflicts that were happening not only outside him but within him, and I think that he managed to do that. He managed to write that in such a, a brilliant way that he could touch the person. And like the the citation when he won the Israel Prize for Poetry said that it was through a synthesis. The struggle of this word, synthesis of the poetic with the everyday, Yehuda Amakai effected a revolutionary change in both the subject matter and language of poetry. And that's what he did. And his poems are so personal that as you're reading them, you forget that you're reading the point of view of a Jew living in Israel and you feel that he's writing about your life. And and because of that, I think it is a crime that he did not win even one Nobel Prize. But the fact that he was nominated a number of times and never won, I don't know what it was that made the Scandinavian judges of that con- of that award think that he was undeserving. But he was like Sh- Seamus Heaney. He was able to write about massive historical events from the individual point of view without ever bashing your head over with a stick as to how you should feel about it. It was always through the personal and the individual experience, the loss of the individual, the the struggles of the individual and the joy of the individual. So I really don't know why he never won. I don't know why he never won a Nobel Prize, but like I said, it was a crime. 
So now we're going to listen to um, Yehuda read his poem. And then I'll explain why I picked this poem and why I love it. Without an end. Inside a brand new museum, there's an old synagogue. Inside the synagogue is me. Inside me, my heart. Inside my heart, museum. Inside the museum, a synagogue. Inside it, me. Inside me, my heart. Inside my heart, a museum. Okay, so that that was the poem um, read by the poet himself. It's amazing what you can find on YouTube nowadays, isn't it? But thankfully, I was able to to get that recording of Yehuda reading his poem, and it was the translation by Hannah Bloch, um, who herself is a phenomenal poet and has translated a lot of work. And I'm sure we'll visit her work. Um, at some point over the course of this podcast but for now i'm going to explain what it is i love about this poem the fact that you have a repeating set of phrases that can be continued on and on and on and on and on for and for without an end as it says it's a poem without an end you can continue that movement but what i i like about this is the fact that you have in each phrase movement from one place to another so it begins with the museum a brand new museum then there's the old synagogue then there's inside the synagogue me inside me my heart and there's movement from one place to another on and on and on and i think it's quite fitting if you understand even the least bit about um Jewish history you would understand that they have been in a perpetual state of movement I mean even right back to the biblical story itself you had Abraham moving out of the city of Or and moving around the land of Canaan then you had his his son carrying on his grandson and on and on and on up to the, to the day where there's always this state where the Jewish community moves from one place to another. It's a perpetual aspect of being Jewish, I guess. It's the fact that at some point or another, you're going to have to move, you're going to have to flee or go somewhere else. And you might settle down for a little while, but again, it's more movement. And I, I feel that this poem kind of captures that, that essence of the fact that there is that. The fact that Jews are always moving. So there, there's that kind of thing. The fact that it's never ending as well. That they, For the Jewish people, it's a feeling that it will never end. This having to constantly move, settle for a couple of generations or whatever, and then move again because things turn bad for you. And then what you've got left behind is an old synagogue or 
which has been turned into a museum, as has often happened in various places. There's either the old synagogue or a museum that contains the old synagogue. But as well, there's also the fact that wherever a Jewish person goes, there is that sense that they're carrying their fate with them and they're carrying the history with them of, of Jewish existence. And so they're, they're dragging this around and they can never escape it because it's always inside them. And I think that's what I love is the fact that he conveys this sense of the weight of history, the weight of the fact that um, you are always carrying the history of your people with you you're always carrying your faith no matter where you go it's always there with you the the way he conveys the the essence of movement from one place to another uh continuously which is again an um, expression of, of the jewish story of the perpetual movement but then also what i think is really clever is just the the fact that he has managed to take you from public to personal you're standing in a brand new museum which is a public space there's an old synagogue the synagogue is again is a public space then there's him and inside him there's his heart but then he takes these public spaces and they're inside him as well so again, there's the blurring of the personal and the public so that it's all one. And in effect, everything is all one. That's what I love about it. It's just a brilliant poem. Uh, really enjoyable, really clever and musical in a sense. Because you get like a lot of times music is um, a sequence of notes repeated over and over again. And you can have a go as long as you want or as short as you want. And here Yehuda has managed almost like a, like one of those um, minimalist composers. Um, he has set out a sequence of notes. And you can play it whatever way you want. And actually what I think is clever, it's a lot like there's um, a piece that I really like called In C. Which is a sequence of notes and the musicians can play any sequence of notes that they want um, as long as they don't go too far ahead of each other they have to stay within three sets so that there's kind of a uniformity there but you can play these notes and, and, and play any sequence of notes and here you have it again you have the sequence of notes inside a brand new museum there's an old synagogue inside the synagogue is me inside me my heart inside my heart a museum inside the museum a synagogue and so on and you can repeat that on and you can stop it there you can go on a bit longer and so i think it is you know compositional piece it's fantastic it's it's genius and i it's one of those poems and the reason why i share these poems and these are poems that as i read them i sit and go man i wish i wrote that myself which i think is the best compliment you can give any other poet's work is for you to sit there and go, I wish I wrote that myself. It's so good. And and this is one of those poems because it manages to do so much. And it tells the way the, the, the um, historical narrative of Jewish existence. Uh, but it does it in such a fantastically clever way. So I really urge you to read it.
I know it's quite a simple poem. There's not a lot to it, but it carries so much. Like I said, it takes, it blurs the lines between the public spaces to the personal spaces of what's inside a person. It tells the fact that Jewish people are always carrying around in their heart their faith and their history. And it also conveys the fact that Jewish existence has been one movement, uh, one act of migration after another and will continue to be so forever. And that's why I love this poem. And I strongly urge you to look it up and to read more work by Yehuda Amachai. You will not regret it. He is one of the world's treasures in poetry. Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode. Don't forget to rate the podcast and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Check out the links in the show notes for more information about the poet and to read the poem we looked at this week. And also check out the link to learn more about my poetry. Thank you very much for listening. Until next time, stay safe.